0: Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi, my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. We're with JSL Solutions. We're a company that helps churches use technology to reach their purpose, not just churches, but ministries and pretty much anybody, right? That's true. So we are uh, going to talk today a little bit about helping churches in the area of uh, creating volunteer opportunities. So we
1: have seven unique ideas, Yeah, kind of outside the norm for volunteers, right? We,
0: we do, a l- little bit outside the norm. Some of these aren't totally outside the norm, but there might be a couple in here. So, Here's my big idea, or the big picture here, is um, as you and I have both worked in churches for many, many, many years, uh, we know that that helping volunteers, helping people get connected to their church in some kind of a role helps not only the church, but helps the person. Yes. Helps them connect, uh, helps them grow spiritually. Uh, and it really just helps overall, the overall flow. It's it's a win-win situation, not only for the church, but for the person. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big proponent of of really, you know, getting people involved, because if you get them involved, they're hopefully going to connect, they're going to make friends, right. you know, they're going to be around for a while.
1: Right. So and a lot of people may be thinking, oh, well, I don't want to be an usher, I don't want to be a greeter i can't play in the worship band i don't know anything about technology and i don't like kids but uh <laughs> i don't like kids either <laughs> there you go <laughs> but i would like to be involved but it doesn't look like there's anything for me
0: yeah so there's some things here and and again this is not just from a purely you know if you're leading a church or pastoring or you know it's not just a purely selfish motive honestly people will grow Uh, Spiritually and in other ways, if they get involved and connect with people, so it's not just you know, hey, help us out because we need you and we, but it's also beneficial for the for the volunteers. So here are some things to consider, and and these are some of these are are out of the box. Some of these are normal. Yeah. But uh, let's just jump right into. So it. we have seven We have seven tips You keep, you ideas. keep saying that. We might change it though. It might have 8 or 9 by the no, time we're, we're done. No, we're going to stick with 7. All right. Can't so, think of anything new. So if your church does communion in some form or some capacity, you might consider some people that especially some some and it's not just ladies, but it's people that actually like to be involved in the kitchen, perhaps you might consider having somebody bake communion bread.
1: Yeah, this was uh, when I saw this on the list. It was a new one to me, and I was yeah. wondering how that might work. But I can see, yeah, if you if you're interested, you you're interested in cooking, or you're yeah. an accomplished cook at home, yeah. then uh, this is a way that oh, we can do the what
0: we'll right. communion bread. Well, and I, you know, now full disclosure here, I've been in church work now almost forty years. I've never had this happen. We've never done this before. Yeah, I've right. never had it happen before. But, but I've heard of some churches that do do this. So a homemade homemade communion bread sounds pretty tasty to me. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it might be an option. So, so in other words, uh, you you know recruit a volunteer too if they're you know as you just said, Steve, if they really like the kitchen thing, uh, you know, making some homemade communion bread would create some nice opportunities. And by the way, since we're talking about this, if you've got somebody in your kitchen that likes, in your church, that likes to cook or maybe a couple people, why not have them, you know, if they want to, maybe you can supplement the cost, but have them create things for, uh, you know, pre-service times where there's, you know, people walk in, there's some goodies, some Mm -hmm. baked, homemade, fresh, baked goods for, you know, before the service starts or after the service starts. Yeah, never thought of that. We have a little thing at my church where we have some little snacks and refreshments out. So when people walk in, there's coffee and there's tea. And usually somebody goes to Fry's or some grocery store and yeah, brings something for people to munch on. Yeah, so, there's yeah a, they could
1: make it. Yeah, I'm part of a team at our church, and um, we have Saturday evening services and Sunday morning services. Right. And uh, the consensus is that Sunday morning has much better snacks and goodies than Saturday night. And I uh, go on Saturday night, so can't go on Sundays. So uh, I ask what what's so great about it, and they go, well, we have donuts on Sunday.
0: <laughs> and I'm just
1: crying. I'm, I said, I don't see the logic here. I said, we have these pastries and cookies and all this other stuff on Saturday. I go, I would think that would be much more desirable than the donuts. But every, I've heard it from more than
0: once. No, everyone loves the donuts. Well... You know you know the whole thing of, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, oh, I can't think of it right now. But, you know, you have one donut, and it's awesome, right? The, the, the law of diminishing returns is what it's called. So you have one donut. It's awesome. This is great. So then you go back for a second donut. It's really good, but it's not quite as good as the first donut. <laughs> and then you have a third one based on your memory of the first one. And it's just going downhill from there. But that's just a little extra on this podcast. So if uh, if somebody could bake donuts, there you go. There we go. Yeah. But uh, the point of this whole thing is to help volunteers, help create some volunteer opportunities. And baking or something like that, you know, from the Mm -hmm. kitchen area would be a really, really, you know, opportunity for, you know, a couple people. And uh, hey, you know, I'm telling you what, when I first started to introduce this idea of coffee and donuts and, and when I was a senior pastor, I don't think we were doing it at your church when I was the executive pastor, but maybe we were. I don't remember. But uh, but when I went to Kansas and started a church, when I introduced this idea of having some snacks before the service, uh-huh. it took off like a, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. People loved it, man. They thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. So <laughs> anyhow, uh, something to think about. So uh, creating opportunities in the kitchen. And in this case, we mentioned communion bread, but maybe some other things. Right. So that's the first one. That's number the first one. two on our list. So for those of you keeping score, number two is create a position of creative arts. Creative arts. So what do we mean by creative arts? So some may go, oh,
1: well, that means I can sing or I can mm-hmm. play a mu- musical instrument. And mm-hmm. we're actually going a little bit beyond that, right. saying yeah. uh, maybe I can paint, maybe I can sculpt, maybe I yeah. can do really cool gardening. Yeah. Absolutely. Or whatever
0: it may yeah. be. Artwork. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you can do different things with this, but if you've got people involved in the creative arts, whatever that is, maybe they could take, you know, you've got somebody that likes photography. Uh, maybe they could be the person that would take pictures of the baptisms, if you guys mm-hmm. do baptisms, or pictures, or, or maybe even some video. we got a guy in our church who's a chiropractor, and his hobby, though, is, is doing video, what do they call it? Videography? Is that what yeah, the term videographer, is? Videographer, yeah. And he's done some stuff for his own business and he approached us about doing a video, you know, for our church, kind of a like a promotional video, you know, uh-huh. you can put on social media. And he did it and he did an awesome job. I was like, wow, this guy's really good and he's good at photography. So I'm gonna, actually going to have him take all our staff pictures. Because uh, I, I work at this church part time, yeah. so and so, we've had some experience
1: with this as well. It was sometimes it can be a little scary because somebody will say, "I've got something that I think would look wonderful up at the church," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you start going, "Hmm." Yeah. And actually, uh, one of the guys that actually helped me remodel our home had a a very unique cross, and he offered it for the church. And people, I think, were initially going, "Hmm." What's this thing look like? And then, and it's actually there now, and it
0: gets all kinds of compliments. Really? So I don't know if you've noticed, or you remember it or not. But. I remember, I always thought Terry Duncan some, did some of that. Did Terry Duncan? He's dead now, but he used to, you know. Obviously, this I thought it was
1: Lass. Who's not? Yeah, I know. Really, Les. His, he's yeah. married to an artist, but
0: he's yeah. kind of not yeah. interesting. I haven't seen it so. But yeah, you you do run the risk, you know, of uh oh this is not good. <laughs> so you know you have to kind of deal with that. Uh, I got somebody that wanted to put some art up or have some art up, and and uh, wasn't very good. Uh, but you know you do all, you know again you're trying to create opportunities here. Creative right. arts, you know the sky's the limit. Here. It's not just music. It could be photography, video, maybe work. And as you just said, you know the, those other things, paintings, whatever. Uh, So, you know, it's something to consider, creating opportunities for volunteers. So that's number two. Yes, number three on our list is the tech and AV arena. Now, this is more up our alley. Uh, So, uh, and this isn't totally out of the realm here. Some of those other two are kind of a little bit out of the box. But this is, you know, uh, utilizing people that can help out with your audio, your video, your uh, the different things you do for your ch- in your church service. Uh, some churches are really into more of an experience. Your church is kind of like that, lighting and slides and all that stuff, video. So again, if you if you can give create opportunities, you know, a right. lot of people are, are you know, really getting into the the tech stuff and yeah. So and, you know on I their own and the so. the video fits into this and slides
1: mm-hmm. and you know it may not yeah. be considered techie thing but it, it fits into the techie
0: sure absolutely piece of it. yeah when we talk about slides you know I, I don't know a lot of churches have you know a projector and they have maybe a pre-service video or pre-service slides or, right. or even slides during the message you know uh, and 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 this was the opportunity to create uh, an avenue for somebody to get into right. to be and, involved
1: yeah it, I was mentioning to you earlier that I was Interviewed for another podcast, and yeah. it was from somebody that doesn't attend, attend church regularly, all mm-hmm. probably my age or so, and the um, I think they were completely unaware that there was technology associated with churches.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah,
1: and 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 I'll, I think back to my maybe teenage years, I never would have considered things like slides and yeah. projectors and videos right. and things like that. Um, yeah.
0: So, yeah. Well, and depending on your background, we, we've, you know, I had a guy recently who uh, is actually a medical doctor who comes to our church. His background was Catholic. And so he comes to our church and we have, you know, we have this, these things. We have video that we run. We have slides. We have all sorts all of right. He thinks that's just amazing. Yeah. I was raised Catholic too. So, yeah. Okay.
1: I remember um, – I was attending church in California that, uh, with my wife, and the pastor's son had come and said that he would like to pay, play drums at church. <laughs> and I was I was like, "Yes, I can just imagine that somebody playing drums
0: and maybe electric guitar at yeah. church." I said, "That'll never happen." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now it's a common thing for some of the churches we're involved in yes uh, and and there's others that are more traditional, but you know a v tech uh and there are maybe some people listening here that don't have a lot of that going on i't you know we've done podcasts about this before right we'd encourage you to to move forward with that all right, so as we move on so here' that's our number three list, and number four on our list number four on helping create some some volunteer opportunities. Fitness classes. Yes, we've this actually is, done this. Yeah. yeah, and I think most, a lot of churches have done yeah. this. I think Cindy didn't. Cindy Elliott used. Yeah, she used to do, it, used at, to do yeah. it at our church, yeah. and
1: actually, there was a, a you know, big event in the news recently about a volunteer at a church that had a terrible outcome, but um she I was teaching that. fitness classes mm-hmm. in the mornings so well,
0: what happened i didn't hear I didn't see that report uh
1: she was actually shot and killed so. oh
0: I did see that report that was in Colorado or something I'm not sure it was several uh, months ago yeah, but anyway, that was that was a weird deal there yeah, yeah but was, i think it's
1: it's yeah. a it's a great every church has some people that are into mm-hmm. running biking exercise, no matter you know what it may whatever it may right. be. You can
0: use those gifts and talents and help out the church. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It creates opportunities. We actually had a yoga class for six weeks in ours, and I went to it. Oh, yeah? And I was one of the only guys in it. There was one guy (laughs) who came once, and he didn't come back. I went to it, and let me tell you something. It was hard. Yes, I can imagine. It was hard. I I had a hard time. And I I play some basketball and do some things. I'm not a spring chicken anymore, but
1: I'm telling you, it was hard.
0: Yes, I know that well, my challenge is the flexibility piece yeah, so i don't have that, and that's part of the, but you know it was a good experience for me and then probably if I did a little bit of it every day, life would be much better for me as far as my body, but we won't get into that right, right now.
1: so if no matter what your fitness yeah. thing into, you can start a class, you can lead yeah. a club, you can say yeah, you can hey, do let's, bike riding, you're yeah. in bike riding,
0: yeah, you should do a bike thing at at your
1: church yeah uh, well um I do bike riding for uh,
0: out of necessity, not necessarily (laughs) out of pleasure. Yeah, but you could (laughs) create an opportunity there in your church. I I started an off-road club when I was pastoring. When I was a senior pastor in Kansas, we started an off-road club. Uh. And uh, we actually – it wasn't actually in my church that we started it, but I started it, helped start it. I wasn't the only guy. it was several guys involved in it. And I actually had people – Got to know me and then started coming to our church. Yeah. So Made can commitments be to God and changed, tra-
1: changed our whole life. Transition
0: to kind of an outreach thing. It as was. Well. It was really an outreach thing. It wasn't totally, I didn't have expectations on it. You know, I thought it might be a great opportunity. Right. And it did. It turned out really well. So so there's opportunities out there in, in fitness classes or other hobbies that people have. Uh, there's a church I helped uh, start many years ago. Uh, and it's in the Tucson area here. And it was used to be known as the cool church. Mm -hmm. And we just started playing basketball and Mm -hmm. we went from like three or four of us to 10 of us to multiple teams playing basketball every Sunday afternoon. Oh, wow. It was, and it connected people and and, uh, it was a great experience. So it's not just fitness in the sense of, okay, let's do aerobics or jumping jacks or yoga, but it's also, there can be hobbies that you could do mountain bike riding, Motorcycle riding. You know, there's maybe some people in your in your church that ride motorcycles. And if not, maybe you can connect with some people and maybe they'll go yeah. to your church eventually. So, yeah, just some creative ideas yep. for getting volunteers involved. Absolutely. All, All right. right. So, number five. As we're keeping score here, number five, transportation. So, I remember years and years ago seeing these bus ministries.
1: Uh-huh. And there are
0: still many of them involved. I'm sure there's probably some customers listening to us that... You know, work with our company that have probably bus bus transportation to their churches. Mm-hmm. That has pretty much diminished over the years, but you know there are people that uh, need transportation. Yeah, we're in the Uber world, so we'll uh, yeah. send a bus. We'll send. Uh,
1: See, so send Uber. Send Johnny over to pick you up and bring you to church.
0: Yeah, or or you could maybe get some people that you know if they've got themselves a minivan or something. Uh, maybe they you know there's a few people that are maybe either unable to drive for various reasons, mm-hmm. can't drive or shouldn't drive, <laughs> you know, they could they could get, you know, they could be picked up and you could have maybe one or two volunteers that would be willing to help people get to special events, help people get to church Sunday morning or right. whatever. So, it's an opportunity. So somebody with a car. Yeah, that's all you need to do. And there are people, you know, that would like to come to your church, but for whatever reason can't drive, Right. you know, so... All right, as we move on here, pastoral care is number six in our wonderful list here. And uh, I know that typically when you think of pastoral care, you're thinking, well, that's the, that's yes. the senior pastor's job or the staff. And it, it usually is. But uh, there are people in your congregation that are seasoned people, committed Christians, who yes, and it can a, help out, right? And it's a gifting as well. I know yeah.
1: at our church, it's not one of the giftings of our senior pastor. Yes, I know that. many, him very well. probably most of the <laughs> the staff at the church, are, it's not a gifting yeah, there.
0: What does that say? I don't quite understand <laughs> it. You have pastors that their gift is not pastoral. What does that mean? I don't. I know those guys. I know all those guys because I worked with them. Yes, and, and, and they're good guys. And,
1: but we do have people with that gifting, and right. they are really good at picking up the... or just doing the loving and, and taking right. care of people, which is right. you know, hospital visitation and making Visiting. sure families are taken care of when there's things going on. Sure.
0: And, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the term pastor today in the United States, you know, it's it's really... If you're a pastor, it doesn't mean you're pastoral, but it might mean you can speak well, you can lead well, you can lead right. a church. That, you know, and obviously you can help people. But, but it's really good to get people that have more of a gifting of of, of pastoral gifting where they really do have a lot of, uh, how can I say this, empathy and sympathy for people. And they they just it fits them very well. Yes. And, and that's part of the problem, I think, in the American church today is if you find somebody that has that gifting, uh, they may not be the greatest leader, but they love people and they're good at taking care of people and pastoring people. But in America today, we're looking for people that are leaders and people that can organizational and they're able to put together teams. And, and uh, you see what I'm getting at there? There's kind of a. Right. Economy well, there a lot where, of times.
1: Yeah. Senior pastor or, may be gifted, maybe a good, a gifted teaching right. pastor, but right. not be, you know, have some of the other yeah. spiritual guests. So but
0: I think your does your pastor, does he can now go by like lead teaching pastor or something? He uses a title. So he can weasel out of the pastor. I'm being funny. I'm being. Ki- I'm just kidding here, but uh, but but he does have a title that's a little you know like lead teacher or lead pastor, doesn't he? Oh, I, I don't can't know, remember something it. like that. Yeah, it may be.
1: So anyway, yeah, pastoral but, care. But, we we have some elders that are just just yeah. love to do this, as and they're well. good
0: at it. And uh, one of those guys. Okay, so I, I don't want to d- drag this out and make this all about me, but I, when we came back here from Kansas. Um, there were some opportunities we thought we had that didn't open up. And we had some critical needs for a little while. And one of those guys at, at your church, uh, won't, I won't mention his name. His initials are Mac Norris. Uh, he really helped us. Him and his wife really kind of took us under his wing, uh, under their wing, and really yeah. helped us with some, some pastoral care yes. uh, for a short time. And, and he's still there now. So so pastoral is care is awesome. So there are people out there in your church that they may not have the title of pastor but they are you know maybe seasoned Christians and they you you could trust them to help somebody. Yes. And and this
1: is, you know, grief counseling, visiting yeah. people in the Absolutely. hospital,
0: people sick, yeah. um, things going on. All right. Absolutely. So there's some opportunities there. Uh, that you could you know if, if you look for, and then the last one we 've got on the list here, I do want to say a few things about this thing after we 're done with this seventh point because um, this stuff doesn 't automatically happen but but we 'll get into that in a moment so the seventh the seventh one on our list here is is e s l instructors, which stands for English as a second language All right so we 're in Tucson, but it doesn 't matter if tucson any almost every- every almost every city now. Even a little town I was pastoring in in Kansas has a growing large, uh, in my case, Hispanic population, uh, and, and Hispanic population is rising all all over the United States. But there's other category, there's other uh, ethnic backgrounds that that may not have English as their
1: first yeah, language.
0: Yeah. So this is something that that is that could be a, a need here, and that is that you know if you want to attract some new people to your church. Uh, while filling a need in your community, perhaps you could recruit some people in your church that are bilingual. 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 (laughs) Bilingual. Bilingual. And um, (laughs) I'm not bilingual, as you might say, as you might notice. But you could maybe create some opportunities for people that can speak other languages and give them an opportunity to help those uh, either with the service, interpreting, translating, Mm -hmm. or maybe even helping them learn. Right. Uh, The English language opportunity there, you know? So it's, uh, again, these are things, most of these are, might be a little bit outside the box for some people, but it's an opportunity to connect people. So let me just say about the volunteer thing. Here's what I run across in almost every church I've been involved in. When it comes to like, if you have a person like, let's say, you know, the tech teams, you you got somebody maybe leading your audio video team. Well, we need volunteers. We need help. Well, here's the deal. If you're leading that team, you you need to be the person to go out there and try to recruit some people. And what a lot of people end up doing is, well, uh, we need help so therefore say something about it from the pulpit, say something from the platform, uh mark put it in the bulletin, the program, whatever. And those things are okay, but the but but if you really want to get people involved on your team, whatever it is, childcare, you know, some of the basic traditional ministry teams or some of these things we're talking about here, you need to go out after them and you need to recruit them, and you need to talk to them, and not in a, you know, like, uh, you know, I mean, just create some not relationship. Not to the point where you're – Yeah, you don't want to overwhelm people, them. People or, are
1: running the other way when they see you coming. Right. You don't uh, want to
0: pressure them or, uh, you know, but you want to create some avenue of relationship, and, and you really do need to kind of go out there and ask them, hey, do, would you like to be involved in this team? Right. And And, uh, you know, it, it, it creates an opportunity, it creates an avenue – for people, but if you're waiting for somebody else to to do that, or people just to come up to you, uh, you're going to be waiting a long time. Right. I mean, some people will. There are some people. A lot of times, musicians. Some musicians, if they're in your congregation and you have a happen to have a band, a worship band, many times if they're confident, they're going to come up to you and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of the band." But but there are also some people that are, that, that could be very skilly tra- trained in in a skill, you know, musical skill. And they may not come up to it for whatever reason but if you give them the opportunity if you find out about it give them an opportunity maybe have them try out or whatever it creates an avenue for relationship it gives them the ability to grow Mm -hmm. spiritually as well as other avenues and hopefully they'll make friends and connect with your church and you know something will happen something good will happen for them as well as other people
1: all right so that's it we made it through our list and these are all
0: Some unique ideas. If you have some unique ideas, we would love to hear from you. Just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. We'd love to hear your feedback on some of these things. Maybe you think we're crazy at the lunch, or maybe you can add something to this. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And uh, speaking of our companies, we have something to offer you. We have three, actually four products at this point that we offer people, offer churches. Yes. What are those four products? So we have
1: MyFlock.com, which is a church management, content management system. Uh, church App Live is a mobile app. And yeah. StreamingChurch.tv, which is live streaming. And uh, our most recent development is Greeter. Church,
0: which is an online live greeter for your church website. Your church website. So uh, all those things, you can look them up. And uh, if we can help you with any of those things or anything else, we would be pleased to do that because that's what we're all about here so uh we're pretty much out of time here so we will go we'll let the music run here from uh the new music i might add from chad lacy and uh we'll let that run and uh we'll talk to you later thanks for spending a little bit of time on the church solutions podcast his name is steve lacy i'm phil thompson have yourself a great day